From WSCFM and HD1 in Columbia, I'm Ward Jollis. And I'm Erin Slowing. This is Localized from WUSC News. If you're on Gamecock Twitter, you've definitely heard about the Yuva, a Bojangles secret menu item that's taking social media by storm recently. The order gets its name from local sports reporter Mike Yuva, who's here today to talk to us about how the heck this sandwich came about in the first place. Also, Americans witnessed history this week as the U.S. inaugurated its 46th president and first female vice president. This comes after insurrectionists stormed the U.S. Capitol earlier this month. Tonight, we'll be discussing the inauguration and all the actions already taken place by the Biden administration. All that and more coming up on Localize. You're listening to Localize from WSC News. I'm Ward Jollis. There's a new secret food item on the Bojangles menu, and it's called the Yuva. And for those of you who don't know, the Yuva is a Bowberry biscuit sandwich with a Cajun filet patty and pimento cheese. And it's named after a local sports journalist at Watchbox 57 in Columbia, Mike Yuva, who first posted a picture of this odd menu mashup on Twitter last week. Since then, it's been all over social media if you're on Gamecock social media. And, you know, if you're listening right now and you have no idea what I'm talking about, no worries, because here today to talk with us about the latest food trend and how it came to be is the one, the only, my coworker, Mike Yuva himself. Mike, how's it going tonight? Doing well, Ward. Busy night, as you know, Friday night. So we got some high school basketball on the menu, but I uh, appreciate you giving me an opportunity and glad we could find some time tonight. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, Mike, you come from up north, and you've only been down here in the south for a few years. How on earth did you get a southern fast food chain like Bojangles to name a sandwich after you? Uh, number one, luck. Uh, number two, an accident. And number three, Justin Stepp, the new wide receiver coach at South Carolina, because at his introductory press conference, talking about how excited he is to be back in his home state here in South Carolina. Uh, I've probably been to Bojangles, I don't know, four times before in my life. Um, And I've been down in Columbia for about four and a half years, and I've been in the South for maybe about six years coming up. But I've, you know, I don't go there too often. But he kept mentioning Bojangles, and I said, all right, let's go hit it up, and got a Cajun filet with some pimento cheese on it. And the next thing I know, I get back to the station, and uh, the only reason I tweeted it out is because of Justin Steph. I wouldn't be sharing my food for just the sake of it. And uh, I was on a Bowberry biscuit, and uh, the internet kind of did its thing from there. Yeah, yeah. And you tried it. What did you think about it at first? I mean, this is kind of a weird food item. Did you like it? It was. I mean, I've had it since then. Um, the first time I had it, it was one of those things. It's like, what am I eating? You know, because you look at it, the Bowberry mixed in with pimento cheese more than anything. It's like, all right. Bowberry and a Cajun filet, that sounds like something I could eat. Like, that's, you know, sounds normal uh, for the most part, as crazy as that does sound probably to some. But um, it, oddly, it was very good. And then I had it again uh, just yesterday. And, you know, especially when that pimento cheese is warm, it is, uh, it is <laughs> so odd. I've had people up north reach out to me saying, you know, what is going on? And, um, you know, that's their first reaction. It's like, there's no way that tastes good. But 
I, I had my girlfriend try it yesterday, and she looked at me so angry, and she's like, this actually tastes pretty good. Uh, okay, okay. So the girlfriend tried it, and the girlfriend approves. That's that's yeah. all that matters, right? Uh, so, Mike, since you posted this thing on social media, you mentioned it a little bit. I mean, I've been seeing people from all over the place posting about this sandwich. I mean, from all across the country, even today from New York. Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, so New York City, uh, one of the publications up there. They, they share just what it is. Now, obviously, there's no Bojangles up that way. I think maybe Pennsylvania is the, uh, in terms of just going up the East Coast, that's the, that's the furthest up north you'll find one because um, they're, they're located in 14 states. But it's got to a point now where, you know, since Bojangles last Thursday made the announcement that the Yuva is on the, uh, it's on the secret menu for Bojangles. And I know we've joked about this, the fact that they actually took a professional photo of this some <laughs> time up. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, since then, eight different states have ordered the Yuba. And I think that's just incredible, especially when you consider the fact that there's only 14 U.S. states that have a Bojangles in it, and that's not including Washington, D.C., of course. But um, it, it's just been incredible just to see this thing continue to grow just from a a simple accident. I mean, that, there's no other way to put it. I mean, if someone asked me, did you do this on purpose? I'm like, look, anyone that knows me knows I'm not that smart when it comes. I, I'm not smart enough to come up with an idea like this from a promotional standpoint. And I don't think anyone would have ever expected it to take <laughs> off the way it has. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen all sorts of responses from people on social media about this thing. Earlier today, I even saw one former Gamecock QB even gave it a try. And, you know, I'm going to play his reaction to that now on air. Take a listen. South Carolina had no choice but to try the Yuva. Look at this thing. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, folks? Look at this thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Forget about it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's absolutely... Well, if anybody who listened to that and didn't know who that was, that was former Gamecock quarterback Stephen Garcia. I mean, Mike, what was it like to see Stephen Garcia give that sandwich a try? Well, I mean... The, the thing I know is this, is that Steven's going to give it a try. I know that he's not going to be a shit. He's going to tell you exactly how he feels about it. So I think the first thing is when I saw that, I was like, all right, let's see what he says, because he's not going to hold back if he doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll say that. So, I mean, you know, number one, the fact that he took some time to do that. I know he's been on the move. I'm actually going to a football camp of his tonight with a couple other former game Gamecocks, Jacob August, former tight end, and Perry Orth, former Gamecock quarterback. They'll be there as well tonight. Um, but – uh, it's just one of those things that um, it just goes to show you how crazy this thing has really gotten. And uh, it's pretty cool not just seeing him, but seeing some of the current Gamecock players. Uh, I think, what was it, Parker White went the other day and oh, other wow. people are trying it. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before bringing you on tonight, we even asked some listeners on social media, Mike, what they thought about your new sandwich. And we got a few responses and I'll read a couple of those now. Connor Lomas said, need to try it. Looks pretty odd, but odds sometimes means the best. <laughs> Jenny Contino said on Instagram, I respect the way this fan has branded himself, but this looks nasty. Sorry, Mr. Yuva. Mike, I'm guessing you've, you've been getting some similar responses on social media yourself. 
Yeah, no, and absolutely. And like, look, I 1000% understand if you look at it and you're just like, this thing is absolutely gross. Um, Because what I was told from Garcia after he tried it, he sent me a message. And like the first thing that he said was, he's like, just looking at it, I was just like, okay. And then I took a bite of it and I thought I was just going to maybe just take one bite and just be nice and just give it a score. Cause everyone keeps saying, Hey, you got to try this. If you come back to the, to the Palmetto state. And he's like, after I took one bite, I'm like, you know what, this thing is pretty good. And I just went to Andy's deli, but I'm, and I'm pretty full, but you know what, I feel like this thing is really good and I want to keep eating it. So, you know, really appreciated him doing that, yeah. especially after hitting up another great uh, Columbia spot. Mm-hmm. And for listeners just tuning in, we're talking with local sports journalist Mike Yuva about the new Bojangles menu item named after him, the Yuva. It's a sandwich made of two bowberry biscuits with a Cajun filet patty and pimento cheese topping. What do you think about the Yuva? Have you tried it yet? Reach out to us. Let us know on social media. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at WSC News, or you can call us at 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC and let us know. Mike, I got to tell you, I tried the Yuva myself. Uh, my roommates and I, we went out one night, we picked it up, we um, got a few of them, and we were all sharing this experience together. And I got to be honest, I feel like it needs some icing on there, you know? I mean, like, I'm a chicken yeah. and waffles guy, and I'm like, when I eat chicken and waffles, it's like eating chicken and waffles without the syrup, you know? I, uh, yeah. Sh- Sherry Sullivan actually said on Facebook, she said, I'm all on board with the pimento cheese, just not on the bowberry biscuit. Now, maybe just a slice mm-hmm. of cheddar on the bowberry is what she said. Mike, you found any variations of this that you like? I haven't had it with the icing um, yet. Um, and I'd be lying to you if I said I've had this a couple times. I've only, well, I mean, you know, numerous times. I've only had it maybe two or three times. Oh, wow. Um, and that includes for the original when I first got. So maybe I've only had it twice since then. Oh, wow. Um, I just haven't had a chance to go, go over there. Um, but uh, I keep hearing about that adding the the icing and i think just the other day when i got it i got it yesterday um you know and i try to play dumb because i don't want to first off i don't want to be the guy that says hey you know i'm the one that has a sandwich named after him because it's like really who cares pal but number <laughs> two i don't want to be the guy that mentions it because i'm sure there's a lot of people that work at bojangles it's like you're the guy that's making us now have to make <laughs> extra biscuits. yeah so you know like i, I kind of felt and i said this to one of my friends yesterday um, I kind of felt like I was, when I went to order, I was on that show, like undercover boss in a sense on a much lower scale. Mm. Cause I ordered it. I'm like, Hey, um, can I, you know, cause I don't <laughs> like, I say, Hey, can I, can I have the, can I have the Yuva? And I'm just like hoping that they have an idea what I'm talking about. So I don't look like a moron. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, Oh, the one with the uh, bowberry biscuit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. So, um, I, they, they asked me, they said, do you want to have it with the icing? And I said, let's go back to our roots. Let's go back to the original. Um, but the next time I do go, I will get it with the icing because I keep hearing that the icing is, is, is amazing. And um, mm. it's kind of took on a life of its own because people that put the icing on it, they keep calling it the Yuva Deluxe now. And if you get it uh, okay. uh, without Mano cheese, it's the Yuva Light. I mean, it's it's incredible uh, what people <laughs> have been doing on, on, on social media. Yeah, yeah. Next time I go, I think I'm going to add some bacon and put some icing on it. I think that'll I think okay. that's going to be I think that's going to be my variation of it. Um uh, but Mike, this has been going on for about a week or so now and you know, the thing that <laughs> the thing that really gets me is that Bojangles, like you said, responded to all this and went <laughs> and like set up a photo shoot for the sandwich. And I think this is like the most beautiful picture of the sandwich that has come out yet. I mean, are, I'm guessing that you're a big Bojangles fan now. I mean, what what how have you responded to them about this? No, it's been it's been incredible, and um, you know, like I said, growing up on, in the Northeast, 
I didn't even know what Bojangles was. I still remember <laughs> when I, so I worked in Mississippi for 15 months before I got here in 2016 at Watch Fox. And a coworker of mine who is originally from North Carolina, his name is Matt Dell. We got here around the same time in 2016. He got here a couple of weeks before me. And he was working, I believe, in either South Dakota or North Dakota. And yeah. he was telling me how excited he was about being able to have Bojangles. Um, and I'm just like, I've never had Bojangles before. And he's looking <laughs> at me and he's just like disgusted. Like, you've never had Bojangles. Like, what's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what Supremes are? I'm like, uh, no, I, I don't. So um, it's, it's amazing how a place that a couple of years ago, I had no idea what it even was. Um, there's named a sandwich after me, especially knowing how big it is and how much it means to people down here. Um, but I will say this, to kind of tease ahead, I won't give everything away. Uh, be on the lookout next week and the following week. Uh, it has got to a point now where some big things are going to start to come from this, that, uh, if I keep saying it, I'm going to start laughing. Um, but I'm very excited. <laughs> And I'm very grateful for everything that Bojangles is, uh, has done with this. All right. Well, you heard it here first, you guys. Uh, you was planning something big with Bojangles with his new sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to read a couple more listener reactions now. Uh, at Lananhan on Twitter says, much to my surprise, it was absolutely delicious. Um, here's another one I like. That a boy. <laughs> At Forrest Tucker TV said, The Yuva shows how food can bring us together regardless of who you are. We all meet at the table. My, my last question before I let you go, what do you think has been, you know, the best part about this whole experience for you? I mean, trying out this restaurant, you know, and then getting, and getting this sandwich named after you, like right after. I mean, what has that been like? Uh, my dad texting or calling me each day saying I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, no, outside of that, uh, but that has happened. That has happened because he keeps following, mm-hmm. you know, up because he's got like, you know, this this fake Twitter account where he doesn't post anything. He just wants to follow the news and everything. But he keeps seeing it, and he's just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Um, I think the coolest thing, I think the coolest thing more than anything, is just especially during. I mean, like, look, like I said, I didn't invent the wheel. This was an accident that literally fell in my lap. I mean, no pun intended, but I mean, literally fell in my lap going through a drive-through window. Um, I think more than anything, what it's shown is. You know, especially through all this, you know, there's a lot of negativity with social media and anyone that follows me for game talk coverage or just follows me, you know, hopefully I can make some people laugh here and there just for the entertainment standpoint, is that there's still some good with social media. And, um, you know, especially with everything that's been going on, you know, not just this past um, this past month, but you go back to last year with COVID. You need to be yeah. able to lighten up a little bit, you know, loosen up a little bit. And if, if, if a couple of biscuits can do that, and I apologize for flooding a lot of people's timelines, I'm doing my best with not <laughs> retweeting everyone, but responding to everyone. Um, it's just that, you know, sometimes uh, some of the simplest things in life are the best things to be able to, to calm us down. But yeah. people that are upset about biscuits, they, they really need to uh, just relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut you off there, Mike. But thanks so much for joining us. That was local sports journalist from Watchbox 57 and my coworker on the weekends, Mike Eva. Mike, thanks for joining us. I, I, I appreciate you. Take care, Ward. You're listening to Localize from WSC News. You're listening to WSC News. I'm Erin Slowing. Many breathed a sigh of relief this week after the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris went off without any violence. Thousands of National Guardsmen were deployed to D.C. to secure the event after violent insurrectionists stormed the U.S. Capitol earlier this month. 
Since the inauguration, President Biden has already issued several executive orders surrounding immigration, workplace discrimination, and COVID restrictions. Here to discuss is Holly Pogue, co-news editor for The Daily Gamecock. Hi, Holly. How are you doing? Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So President Biden's political career has frequently been defined by his ability to cross the aisle on issues and work with the Republican Party. And in his inaugural address, he made calls for bipartisanship and unity. But there are some that think the Democrats don't want to compromise. What are some things we can expect from a unity-driven Biden White House? Yeah, so um, Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, said in her press release on January the 20th that one of the major goals will be obtaining bipartisan support for the COVID relief plan. So bipartisan support is extremely important right now. The government needs to push their personal views aside. And if they put the American people first, then they will be able to succeed. So still talking about bipartisanship, the Republicans just lost two crucial sheets in Georgia and also the presidential election. How do you think the GOP is going to move forward after both these key losses? Yeah, so I believe that the Republican Party can become strong again by putting people over party. If the focus is on the American citizens over party lines, then they can move forward and probably regain what they've lost. Yeah. So like we mentioned earlier, Biden has currently signed 30, around 30 executive orders and actions within his first couple days in office since getting sworn in on Wednesday, including some reversals of orders done by the previous administration. Can you talk us through a little bit about some of the highlights of the orders Biden signed and how quickly are we going to see some of these orders come into play? Yeah, so um, Biden has already signed um, signed off on rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement and extending eviction and foreclosure momentums and extending student loan pause and reversing the Muslim ban and stopping border wall construction. Um, he's already done so much in like so little time, so it's really impressive. Um, I think that I would give it maybe one or two months for most of his stuff to come to play, but a lot of his stuff, the more... Um, like controversial acts will probably take a little bit longer. Yeah, so something else we really need to talk about is the Senate and the House. The Senate is 50-50 and the House is as close as it's been in the last two decades. And there were only two other times in history where the Senate was in a dead split in 1881 and once 20 years ago. What does this split mean for Biden's ability to govern in the next four years? Yeah, so I think the 50-50 split gives our government a real shot at making a difference in the country in a positive way. Each side has to learn to put their personal differences aside right now. Um, Honestly, Erin, we're at a standpoint in American democracy, and the next four years really, really is going to show us how America can move forward. Mm -hmm. So Vice President Kamala Harris will be the tie-breaking vote in the Senate and is now a close advisor to the president. As a former presidential candidate herself, she had her own agenda and is now working with someone who she once competed against. What issues from her presidential run do you expect to see in the new administration and her partnership with Biden? So um, VP Harris has a very unique perspective, being a POC and the first woman in such a high position in American government. So she, I think she'll be able to bring that perspective in with Biden, especially since Biden is a white male who has never had to deal with any sort of discrimination. Um, Harris supports Medicare for All bill, one of the first Democrats to do so, and Biden doesn't. I think this will be a huge issue, especially with the pandemic and the insulin crisis. Yeah, so you kind of mentioned it before. We like we cannot forget and not talk about how Harris made history on Wednesday becoming the first woman and black and South Asian person to become the vice president. How do you feel like politics, and more specifically speaking, in America that voted for former President Donald Trump just four years ago has changed since the last election? Um, so I think the BLM movement and all the racial justice movements that happened over the summer and COVID-19 were the main differences in how voters voted this year. 
COVID-19 really highlighted racial disparity and how badly Trump dealt with the pandemic. In addition, four years ago, Trump promised an amazing economy and he delivered until the pandemic hit. And then he made the economy increasingly worse as he mishandled the, pand- the pandemic. It really didn't have to be this way, but Trump drove us into the ground. Mm-hmm. So to close us out, last question, what are some of the challenges that we really haven't talked about already that you think the Biden-Harris administration is going to have to face the next four years? Um, So I think, honestly, Trump supporters, if they continue to listen to Trump and if Trump gets his social media back, I think him trying to overpower the Biden-Harris presidential presidency, um, I think that can really like really defer our progress our progress as an american people i think that um it really if trump if trump stays out of the spotlight then maybe maybe we can go forward from this but it really just depends on how what trump does okay well that's all the time that we have thank you so much for joining me holly yeah thank you that was holly pogue and that's it for this week's episode of localize make sure to join us every friday at 6 p.m for a local take on this week's biggest stories Localized is a production by WSC News and is produced by Mary Bryant Charles and Flynn Snyder. The music for the show is called Freedom by Atch. If you want to listen to other news shows and WSC News podcasts, you can find those at garnetmediagroup.org or under WSC News on all podcasting platforms. Plus, be sure to follow us on Instagram and social media for continuing show updates at WUSC. Stay tuned for the countdown coming up next for a breakdown of all the latest Gamecock sports news live from WSEFM and HD1 Columbia. I'm Ward Jollis. And I'm Aaron Slowey. We'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs>